0: we are live here i'm gonna have a hard time not swearing on this episode mario's gonna have a hard time not swearing on this episode we are live wrap up for what ended up being a pretty heartbreaking defeat when they were just three minutes including extra time three minutes away from a draw at the Mayatza between Inter and Real Madrid. Inter find a way to snatch victory or snatch defeat, I should say, from the jaws of uh, victory or the jaws of a draw, whatever you want to call it. I see Trombach, who's a Real Madrid supporter, is already in. He wouldn't miss this one for the world. We do have a Real Madrid supporter with us. We wanted to cover both sides as evenly as possible. So we have – it's not really even because we have two Interisti. We have Jerry, who's an undercover Interista. He's a Simone and Zaghi fan. And we have Vishnu Parasaraman with us. So let me introduce our guest first. Uh, he is a colleague of mine at the Five Reasons Sports Network. Huge soccer fan. Big Real Madrid supporter. And Vishnu, I'm taking L's to your team left and right. 0-2 <laughs> in the Champions League
1: group stage last year. Another L for Inter against Real Madrid. How are you feeling, sir? Um, I guess the result matters. So good about that. I thought... Inter, with a far better team, deserved the three points, frankly. And a draw was probably unfair to Inter. And then, actually, I think Spain agrees, too. At halftime, I logged on to Marco, which is kind of one of their Madrid dailies. And they said the best result for... The best that happened to Madrid in the first half is the game is somehow still tied. I I, I thought... I mean, I thought Courtois stood on his head in the first half. If you look at the stats at halftime, 14 shots for Inter, four on target. Like, it was a bloodbath, and then the ball just didn't go in. And that happens. I mean, that's why we love this game, right? It's so yeah, sure. This can. This is probably the only sport where this can happen. Um, if you're dominating in basketball or football, you're scoring. But this, this is this is why we love this game. But it, I don't think the result. I mean, I'm happy with the result. I don't think sure. it was a fair result. This is. I will say, this is the worst Madrid has played this year, or maybe it's Inter's that much better than the competition they've been playing. Either or, depending on how you want to slice it. But that it was. It was definitely not deserved three points.
0: I want to say hello again to everybody in the comments. Uh, Trombach is in there. God, there's names in here I cannot pronounce, so forgive me. Uh, <laughs> Harish and Marwan. I, God, I, I feel even bad for taking a stab at your name. I'm so so sorry. But but and and listen, I I'm going to defend Jerry from this vicious attack from Trombach, who says Jerry was hyping Skriniar. Uh, and the whole interdefense fucked up. Well, it wasn't Scriniar's fault, though. Like, it, the, the goal was not Scriniar's fault. If not for Scriniar, there could have been three goals, four goals scored. So don't, you can't put that on Scriniar. But let me say hello to Jerry. And, you know, Jerry, of course, was watching this game basically as a neutral. He is working on the post game piece he's going to uh, submit to Serpents of Madonina later today. So, Jerry, your instant takeaways after that game.
2: I'm so disappointed because I was hyping up Simone and Zaghi like, Massive, and I thought the first half, he had it all right. It was perfect, scripted. I, I, I felt that they defended a little too much in the second half, Inter. They they sat back, and maybe that's why Real Madrid was able to attack and, and get those kind of free-flow chances. Um, Screenyard, man of the match, Um, this guy is so good. I've never seen a guy become so effective at both ends of the pitch and and not be caught out really out of position where in the first five minutes, he gets that beautiful chance off with, with that header off the set piece.
3: Mm-hmm. I think,
2: I think he's probably do- bar down top three best set piece players inside of a, of a box where he's able to separate himself with a, between himself and a player so physical and, and gets a clear chance. Um, always you'll you notice he's the guy who gets a header it's unfortunate he missed the target but he blocks two shots in the last 10 minutes which were both going to be real madrid uh, goals he makes the clear block on the first one makes a sliding challenge on the second one on, on uh Vinicius, and it's still zero zero now this goal wasn't his fault. I need to rewatch the goal because I was in shock when it all happened. It was. Uh, I, I think I was in out. shock too. I think it like, had a I, lot
0: to. Do, it had a lot to do with a couple of midfield substitutes who played like ass when they came on. Uh, Arturo oh, Vidal and and Vicino. Well, yeah, D- D- Dumfries did struggle. Dumfries did struggle defensively. He had a <laughs> well, couple of dangerous moments attacking wise, but he struggled defensively.
2: I'll say with Dumfries, the only problem I don't like with him is that he holds the ball too long. I notice. Where he's not making that quick decision to cross the ball and, and, and just just deliver, he keeps on going right to the byline and and, and he puts himself in a situation where he's locked, he's out of room, and he and he and you just push him out. It, it, it's just it's just not good. And, and lastly, I'll, I'll, before you guys can talk, you guys are the experts of this game. Lataro isolated today? Absolutely not, because he had his chances to score in the first half. He had two or three golden opportunities. If you're gonna head the ball right towards Courtois, what do you think he's gonna do? He's gonna he, he he's gonna stop it. I think that there was a second header he had, clear break, no one around him, and he should have scored or at least done better with his chance. Yeah, I, I just think that Lautaro Martinez was so wasteful today that it, it, it kind of reminds you maybe why Lukaku was so important when he was at Inter, because he was able to pick up the pieces that Lautaro wasn't able to do. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I'll let Mario. You guys can talk. Like, it uh, just, was just frustrating to, to watch for Inter fans because I hate losing in the last minute, and it's not my team, but mm-hmm. I, I, I feel the sentiment here. Like it's- You're an Inter fan at this point.
4: Yeah, We've
0: initiated fun. you, Jerry. You're in.
3: You're yeah, in. You're right. one of Jerry. us.
0: <laughs> one of us. One of us. Yeah. So right. it, oh yeah. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Well, listen. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll add a couple words. I'll let Mario get a couple words, and then I'll I'll circle back to to Vishnu. Um. You know, Inter were on the front foot really for the first twenty minutes. It, it was it was domination, and then Real Madrid grew into the game a little bit. But yeah, even I was getting concerned. Fifteen minutes into the match, Inter had, had a couple of really nice scoring chances, and you get to that point even so early in the match where a I'm thinking at some point. Real Madrid will grow into the match. They'll have some dangerous counterattacks. They have dangerous players on the pitch. uh, And that Inter were going to regret not capitalizing on the chances. I mean, Edin Dzeko had, you know, you talked about the header that he had off the set piece in the second half where, I mean, it it should have been a goal. Maybe he was a little bit unlucky. It was an excellent save by Courtois. But if he had just made the header a little bit more directional and away from the goalkeeper, we're talking about a goal there. Uh, He also had, you know, an opportunity, tough angle, but a good chance in the first half that Courtois was able to save Lautaro as you mentioned Jerry had a couple of chances Inter were really creative in the first half anytime they lose possession they would get it back very quickly the midfield was really bossing early on i mean Brozovic was especially good uh, in the first half maybe he had a little bit of a dip in the second half uh, same thing with Barella so yeah the Inter were firmly in control but you knew again and we start to have flashbacks because when you're you've three straight seasons the last 3 years not able to qualify into the knockout stages because you've had heartbreaking results like this especially in Europe you start to get these flashbacks and it doesn't matter if it's Spalletti coaching or Conte coaching or now Inzaghi coaching there's something in the pazza DNA of this club where you knew you were destined for heartbreak and listen Inter were very much in control in the first half the second half Real Madrid were a lot better they were the better side in the second half but Inter still had a handful of chances they could have or even put have should have put away in the second half. And I I agree with, uh, with someone who made a a comment here. Uh, Harish mentioned that Hakan was bad. Yeah. Hakan Chahanolu. This is one of those types of games where all the Milanisti are like, I told you so. I told you that's what you can expect from this guy. This was one of those games from Hakan. Hopefully we start to get more games like his inter debut from a few weeks ago. Uh, You know, I want to, uh, but before I I introduce Anthony, I do want to give uh, Jerry Dancini, Mario Galliano a chance to speak here. I mean, Mario, what were your big takeaways from the match? Who did you think was especially good? Cough, cough, Skriniar. And who did you think was especially bad in this game?
4: Uh,
0: You're asking me.
5: Screen-
0: oh, no. I'm, I'm going to go. Sorry. I'm going to go to Mario first and then Anthony.
5: I did that on purpose, man. What's uh, going on, boys?
0: <laughs> what's going on, man? How are
6: you?
4: Uh, Skriniar was by far not even close the man of the match. If he wasn't on the field... Vinicius Jr. would have absolutely destroyed us. He was just taking out of he, he was just taking left and right. He beat him once, but he couldn't beat him the second time. And Screignano just – he locked him down. He, he was the most important person on uh, on Real Madrid today, in my opinion. I, I'm a big fan of Vinicius Jr. Uh, Hakan was a letdown. Lautaro was a huge letdown. And – Bastoni was a letdown for me not because he played bad but because uh he just had some some moments where he would receive the ball 20 like 15 20 yards away from the 10 18 yard box try to slowly turn and just lose it putting us in a shitty position it's not it's something that uh it's like nitpicking but it just it just bothers me when when Bastoni should be receiving that ball and going forward or completing a pass and not losing the ball in such a dangerous area. Um, not to say that he played bad, but I just – I don't think people talk about that. I just want to kind of bring that point up. Uh, Brozovic was excellent in the first half. He couldn't really unlock the defense uh, like he normally does, but he was breaking up plays and beginning the attacks. Um whereas usually he's more involved in uh, creating that last ball to uh, Lautaro or or Lukaku whoever it is or you know finding the winners in a dangerous area but uh, it wasn't it wasn't there today offensively with him uh, but that doesn't mean that he has he had a bad game um, just so you guys know if someone is frustrating they're bad yeah bad jerry <laughs> 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 um, and Hakan was was very frustrating say?
2: today. Really, what did you say?
4: I said you should you should we should kick you from the stream right now.
2: Whoa, oh, that's fine. Oh, I words. wasn't listening. Sorry, I wasn't no, paying attention. I, I
4: said I said a, a player that is frustrating means that they're bad.
2: Oh yeah, fucking. <laughs> I guess the swear word came out. now. I, I that I'm very frustrated with that. Yeah, because I'm so frustrated because I never I don't like words in my own mouth. like. If I I said who's bad, Hakon was bad today. I I honestly thought that Simone Zagi can make this guy into a better player. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'll I'll tell you right now. I mean, listen.
0: It's, it, it, I want to be fair. It's it's oh been four God. games. It's like, been three you know, weeks. And, and yeah, it's been four games, and he played exceptionally well in one of those first
2: game and that's it.
0: He 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 played okay yeah. against Verona. I think. I mean, not not great, but he Time played up. he played okay against Time Verona.
2: Up. I, I hate debuts. Because anybody in a debut always does good because the emotions are high. You're excited. It's your first game. You want to get going, and then after that, the honeymoon stage is done, guys. It tails off and it just goes right back to normal, and that's what's happening with Hotcon. Wow, it's um, over, huh? I, 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 I not over. <laughs> but it's not, it's not over, but <laughs> it's
3: over. He's finished.
2: I, 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 I'm just, I'm just frustrated the way he's been playing the last three games where I. I expected more from him for what people on Milan said he's so good about, like his final key pass. He's the best with his final pass. His final pass sucked today, okay? And and, and what pisses me off is that he should have took that shot. Why is he making yeah. a pass when Jekyll's – I think it's Jekyll who's defended by two guys. Lataro, Was it Lataro? Yeah, it was Lataro. Right? Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure about it. Thank you. But he, he, he makes a pass into what? Just shoot the stu- shoot the no. ball, man. Shoot it.
4: The the worst man, part was on. that they started their runs together, and then Lautaro went to his right, and they came all the way to the other side of the box. I'm like, okay, uh, now what? He's just opening the lane for you to shoot, and then he just like plays it onto his left foot like a hospital ball, and it was ridiculous. Dumfries <laughs> yeah, was bad today. Defensively, especially. Oh my god. Offensively too. He literally did nothing. He almost dribbled out of bounds to give a goal kick. This guy, I don't I I don't know why people are hyping him up. I am not gonna join the hype train until he actually scores one of those 40, 60 yard crosses across the goal and he taps it in. I'm not gonna get onto that train until he does that fifteen times. So until then, I want Dambrose to play in his spot because um him, DiMarco, and Darmian were all terrible. Not terrible, but they weren't good. Uh, Paris was okay. I don't think he should have been subbed off. And DiMarco came on, set piece specialist. Set pieces weren't good today. So, right. whatever. Um, um, I'm still firm that I'm not a fan of his. And sure, he was good at, at everywhere outside of Inter, but that doesn't mean he's going to be good at Inter, as we've seen with so many players like him, exactly like him.
0: Well, I want to I want to bring in Anthony from Inter Worldwide, your big takeaways from the match. And it was, you know, before before you got on, we were talking about like the general heartbreak Inter find a way to snatch defeat from the jaws of at least getting one point. I mean, at that point, it would have been just one point, but they find a way to drop all three points.
5: All opinions of Mario Galeano do not reflect the opinions of Inter Worldwide. So I will start by saying Good that disclaimer. as I come in here today. Um, no, no, he's, he's right on a couple of things. First of all, I'm not upset with personal performances or the game. It's Real Madrid. And yeah, I know this is the weakest Madrid in how many years, but it's Real Madrid. These guys psych themselves up for Champions League games like they own the tournament. They do own the tournament. Perez does own the tournament, yeah. mate. But straight up, honestly, it's just one of those things where you can see that goal coming at the end. And for me, I'm just going to put it plain and simple. That goal doesn't get conceded last year with everybody fearing an Antonio Conte slap on the neck at the end of the game. And that's just the reality of it. The fairy dust has started to wear off from a team that is so sadistically switched on to the point of no return versus a team that, you know, is thinking, can we get to the end? Can we we go without conceding a goal? Can we, can we, can we? All these small doubts. And I do feel bad for the defence because the defence was good today but we didn't take our chances. And I think in a different game, we could have gone up 1-0. The worst that would have ended maybe is 1-1 and we'd we'd be walking away here sort of with more optimism. I'm not pissed off with the performance as a whole. I'm pissed off with the typical inter-DNA way we conceded in stoppage Mm -hmm. time. I know you're a big betting man, Alex, and I can't wait till we're off camera because I'm going to tell you about a big, big way to cash in this season. And you know exactly what it is. Exactly what it is, man. We are dropping way too deep in the final minutes of the game. We're going to do this yep. at 2-1. We're going to do this at 1-0 when we lead domestically.
3: Yep.
5: This is this is the conservative inter that I really didn't really want to see. But I will keep saying this. It's Real Madrid, yeah? We make, a, we make an assumption after we play the other two sides, okay? We've got another fixture to play against a side that we should beat. And yep. if we play the way that we did today, we can beat. But at the end of the day, like I did at the start of the game, mid-game, after the game, it's Real Madrid. You give them their respect for 94 minutes plus stoppage time and the next leg. Just focus, man, because if you come away with a draw today, it's decent. Now it sucks ass. What's going on, Manny? Nice to meet you. And and Hold on,
0: but before, I'm going to leave Manny in timeout for a second. I want to let Vishnu speak again before, and here's why Manny's in timeout. (sighs) Because he told me earlier today he could not join. So I'm pretty sure he made sure to clear time in his schedule because of the way that game ended. Like, I I guarantee you, Manny saw the way that game ended. Oh, I've got to rub it in these guys' faces.
2: So that's why. You're a piece of crap. Uh, so hold on. So I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna mute Manny before uh, I will bring him in in a moment. But I want to bring Vishnu back in. Uh, you, you talked about how how poorly for for much of this match, especially the first half, Real Madrid played. It, was there was there any point in the second half where you thought, okay, we can get a victory here, or was the smash and grab nature of it completely a surprise to you? Could you see Real Madrid really growing into it in the second half?
1: It wasn't a surprise from the standpoint of it definitely did grow into the game. I also thought the substitutions made a difference. I don't even yeah. know what the point of Lucas Vasquez is at this point. Um, he's kind of a utility player. He shouldn't be starting in a Champions League game. Now, Hazard, I guess, is just not able to play two games in a week. So he was out, Bale's injured. You know, standard operating procedure for the last few years. None of those guys are available. So so he went with Lucas Vasquez, who's more of the steady player. I thought when Rodrigo came on, he obviously scored the goal but um, uh, Rodrigo scored the goal. Rodrigo scored the goal, but I thought once he came in, there was at least a threat down the other side because they were able to load up on Vinicius and really take him away before that because no one's really worried about Lucas Vasquez doing much. Um, he's more of a – actually, last year he was playing right back and was more functional there than as a winger. So I thought the subs made different. Oh, give a shout out to one Italian, Carlo. I thought he got the subs right. Pretty interesting that Carmovingo was the second guy brought on. All, you have Isco on the bench. You have a lot of guys with a lot of championship, mm-hmm. Champions League experience. He went to the youngster. That's the second guy in. Um, but I thought the Rodrigo stuff kind of changed it because it brought more of a threat. And that's when I really felt like, okay, might be able to create more chances and score. But to Anthony's point, this is – I mean, as a Madrid fan, many and i have seen this play like crap and win anyway in the Champions League. It's – it's almost the opposite of Inter, right? Where um, yeah. you guys find a way <laughs> to so lose, true. the other end. like Something goes right for Madrid. And Must be nice. Not, it's almost not surprising. But I will say this. If you guys – I know we were all focused on this game. The other game in the group, Sheriff beat Shakhtar 2-0. Yeah, I, like, could, this I is, couldn't
0: watch this, it. I, I, I was shocked by that here. result. I couldn't watch the game.
1: Wow. And so I don't think a 1-0, 1-0 loss to, to Madrid is really harmful. So as long as you don't get that, oh, here we go again, thought process going, I don't think there's any way Inter should not finish at least second in the group. They they actually actually
0: have to find a way to beat Shakhtar at least once this year. They had the two draws last year, despite having like 30 shots to one ratio against Shakhtar. They have to find a way to actually beat those those guys this year. But I I do want to introduce the man who's taken the victory lap here. And, uh, and that is a pretty beautiful jersey that he's got on. Real Madrid have nice kits. I give him that. Manny Chang is with us. Manny, your big takeaways from this match. How are you?
6: Uh, good afternoon, guys. So what I took out of it is is that I didn't watch the first time. I was listening to it on the radio. What it seemed like. Well, What radio
0: station has it? Like
6: Spanish radio? Uh, well, I, well, YouTube is the greatest invention. Oh, okay.
0: History, so, I got you. So there
6: you go. So I was at work in the woods and I'm listening to the first half on my headset. <laughs> um, awesome. by listen, when I, when I see that an inter had the majority of the possession, in the first half had the majority of the shots and chances and had no goals kind of reminded me on the way, how we played against Beagle this past weekend, very slow started, very lackluster, And it took halftime adjustments to kind of get control of the whole match. My issue was that I felt that once Inter gave it their 100%, once the second half began, I didn't see that same intensity. The possession was still there, but I didn't see the same threat um, as it happened in the first half. And then when you go beyond that, it seemed like... Carlo just got the substitution so right because the youngsters started taking over. Valverde all of a sudden can leave the midfield and just be an extra winger. And, you know, it's it's just, and then you bring on an 18 year old as a second person off the bench. It's quite clear that this 18 year old, he's Carlos's guy, no matter what happens in what game and whatever tournament. And it just felt like this was another inter letdown game, right? Um, Again, let's push aside. You guys want Serie A. But you guys did not beat Real Madrid last year twice. Nope. Right? And I think you guys had a, had a perfect opportunity to do so, but I felt like you needed to score a goal at least in the first half to do it. Because yeah. at some point, you know that Real Madrid can make three consecutive passes, and all of a sudden, it could be a shot on goal. And that's how the second half was, especially towards the end. You guys had all the possession. When you would turn over the other way, you thought it was already Benzema running this way. And then, listen, if vinicius can actually shoot the damn ball – we probably would have been able to score two already but it is what it is right and, and listen but still i feel i really feel like inter shouldn't be so upset at the way that you know not not the way that the game went but the result obviously hurt
0: yeah so no, be- and, and that's and, and many that, that's all that i'm mad at because at yeah. this point like So, you know, Inter had a long spell up until 2018 where they weren't in Champions League. I think it was like a six-year drought. And so, okay, for like the first year back, you don't really have any expectation. The second year back, a little bit more third year. Now it's the fourth year back. I, I do not believe in moral victories anymore. I, I don't care. I don't care whether it's against, you know, a, a Real Madrid side that's, you know, maybe not up to par from what they were a few years ago, but still very good and still very dangerous, or if you're going up against Bayern or PSG, who did actually draw today. But I'm just talking about the players that have the Chile. I, I don't care who you're going up against, and I don't care how ugly it is. Like in, in the case of Real Madrid, it was from their perspective kind of ugly to get to grind out the three points the way they did it. I do not believe in style points. Like, I don't care how well interplayed played in spells of this game. At this point, I only believe in results. Results are the only thing that matters. And it's like I look at the Crosstown rivals, Milan. Uh, I was mostly watching Inter, of course, flipping back and forth. They had a couple of nice goals. I know that they're all, you know, they can hold their heads up high. They're happy about the way that they played. They had a 2-1 to lead at Anfield at one point. Like, okay, that team has been out of Champions League for like eight years. So, you know, they can look at some moral victories, but I think Inter is in a position where they cannot look to moral victories anymore. I want to go around with uh, first uh, to the Interisti, and we'll get Jerry's take as well, the undercover Interista, and then I want uh, the the Real Madrid supporters' takes on some of the best and worst on the pitch. Uh, I'll go to you first, Anthony. Who did you think in this one was Inter's best player, which is probably not too difficult. Uh, Maybe you'll have a more difficult time was Inter's worst player? Give me your best and your worst from this game.
5: It's funny you say this, as I'm doing this, I'm typing out the player ratings that we discussed on Inter Worldwide and I'm, I'll drop them in a comment here as well. Once again, like first half, individual performances weren't the issue. I thought Brozovic was fantastic in the first half. I even thought yeah. Barella, the way he kept Modric almost invisible on the defensive end was great. With the ball, Barella wasn't great today, but he, no. he was hustled pretty hard. I was very disappointed with the way Vidal and Vecino lost their runners when they came on. If you're coming on for a short amount of time, the least thing you can do is track everybody running back for 15 minutes. Um, But at the end of the day, man, in terms of our starters, Skrinha, it's impossible to go by. I feel feel for our defense, mate. I really, really do, because I'm not too sure how they're going to recover from this on the weekend. I'm very interested to hear what everybody else thought of our team, especially the Madrid players. But... For me, there was no real standout besides Skrinias' massive defensive performance and Brozovic's improved performance from his Serie A form. If Brozovic can have a game against Bologna on the weekend like he did against Madrid today, we are in for a pretty good day, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, that's that's it from me. I'll I'll drop the Interworld ride ratings in the comments right now.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh So, yeah, and listen, I, I I agree. I would say, and it's no contest for who the best was in intercolors. The best player in black and blue today was Milan Skriniar, there's no doubt. Was massive defensively, was an absolute wall, even had a couple of scoring chances on set pieces. I mean, listen, uh, he, he got an unlucky bounce after the Jekko header that Courtois saved. You know, I know some people say, oh, I wish – uh I wish Grenier could have done better with that, but it was such, it was a ricochet. It went off his thigh. Like he he had his body in the right place. The ball just happened to bounce off of the wrong part of his body. So he was, he was that close to scoring. Uh, And uh, personally, I, it's harder to pick the worst. You know, you could even be tempted to look at one of the substitutes, but I'm going to look at a guy who, you know, played as a starter and and played longer. I think Hakan probably the worst today. I could maybe give like an honorable mention Uh, maybe to Vidal, who I I was hoping, because we've seen at times Vidal coming off the bench this season in Serie A and providing a positive spark. And I grade him on the curve because last year he was brutal, except for the Juventus game. Played well the first game against Juventus really well. The rest of the season he was brutally bad, but he's been a spark a couple of times this year. Was the opposite of a spark, whatever the opposite of a spark is today. Uh, So he, he was up there for me as well. But Mario, what did you think? Who was your best and your worst? I
4: think the best player in the game was Courtois. Ooh, Overall. Okay. Yeah. Him, He's standing on his head. He made all the saves today. He he kept Real Madrid in the game. If it wasn't for him, if it was another goalie, uh, it might have been out of position or not as good reflexes. Who knows? Echo could have scored a couple of goals today. Uh Skriniar might not have gotten that rebound in the first place. You know, that's like that sort of thing. Um, I thought he was excellent. And he turned back the clock back to his Chelsea days. Um Worst player, I don't even. Probably Hakan too. He just yeah. he just couldn't get anything going. Uh I wanna say Lautaro, but at the same time, he didn't do enough bad. Uh killer, kill or Hakan literally just like he just didn't do anything, he couldn't get anything going. And he's supposed to be a big part of our attack where he's making Lautaro and Zekel get the chances to score, whereas today he just wasn't doing it. We didn't see any any attacking threat. There was no shots that he usually takes. Even if he takes shots and he misses them wide, uh, you know, it, you're trying and you're shooting to score. But if you're not shooting and you're not playing those key passes that you're known for, you're not making dribbles. He was losing the ball on the, on the reception a few times in the first half when he actually was involved. And it's just not a good look. Um, Darmian, also another one. Literally no involvement. First half, we were pushing down his line, but there was just nothing happening. And uh, I thought Paris was good and shouldn't have been subbed off.
0: Yeah, I agree, that's a great point. I thought he shouldn't have been subbed off either. Um, of oh, I, I, I
2: don't want to, I, 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 I got something off topic for two seconds. I know this is an go ahead. show. PSG tie club Bruges. Yeah, my god, I didn't even know this. I lost now. a parlay
0: because of those freaking bombers. Like,
2: has I PSG tie club
0: Bruges? That's what assholes. happens
2: when you play scrub teams. Not scrub teams, sorry. Well, they don't spend millions and millions of dollars. And then all of a sudden, you got to play good teams. And you come to play Club Bruges, who are a much better team compared to the league on. And took them to school. They're right there with them. I don't Bruges know, man. Is, Bruges is, might as well play in Bruges is not a bad team, man. They're uh, when not I, when good. They, They're not bad, though. They're in... They,
5: they but mean, it's it's, so it's the best team it's a team you can only assemble on PlayStation playing them bro that Paris yeah, team should exactly. be winning game 7-0 exactly. against these bruges teams like fuck yeah, yeah. yeah if they if I they're, I they're playing anybody like if
0: they're playing anybody but the european powerhouses they should be putting yeah. at least 5 goals on anybody bruges on, including, i don't is, care what city in belgium it is 5 goals go minimum back.
2: i i just saw that right now i had to look i just saw it i was like
1: wow man yo lots club you so did the he Oh, lead. Mbappe got injured, left oh, in the 51st minute. Um, that means nothing I, to me, man.
2: Look at your subs. You can bring in fucking platinum
1: well, well, to the bench. Well, Manny, Manny and I can talk you through how washed up Messi has been for a while. We gotta have our Madrid hearts. No. On, so, uh, <laughs> so, I don't honestly. No, being serious, I don't think he can carry a team on his back anymore. He he doesn't do it for 90 minutes, and that's why yeah. um they need Mbappe there. They need that balance. And Neymar, when he decides to show up, right? That. That team has a lot of talent that's not really connected, so it doesn't surprise me that something like Mbappe getting injured should not matter at all against Club mm-hmm. Brugge. Does matter. Well, well, well vi- vi-
0: vi- I- Vish, uh, stay stay on for a second. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, no who who did you think Vish was your your best and worst on the pitch today? Oh, you're muted, bro. Uh,
1: there we go. Uh, all right, I found the button. Um, for me, the best, I, I would agree with. Uh, it's it's Courtois. He was the he was he was the person who defined the game. Because we can talk about Inther's finishing. That's why you pay for a goalie of that of that goalkeeper of that caliber. For this game, you make those saves. Because I can tell you right now, um, as much as this is what Madrid does—play poorly in the Champions League and win anyway—you lose that game. It's going to be panic time. They'd be like, "You didn't get Mbappe. Now look at this." and It would have. The Madrid media gets out of control really quickly. Um, and, and, and that's why you pay for a keeper of that caliber to me. I mean, I hate to pile on, but Hakan was pretty terrible noticeably, even to me as I'm more watching focused on the Madrid players. (laughs) Um, So, uh, so I, I, I would say he was noticeably the worst player on the pitch. I will say a lot of the Madrid players, um, did not play as well as they usually do. Um, in particular Modric and Casemiro usually are a lot more involved. I, I thought, Again, I thought Inter played really well. It took them. It, usually, you don't see them upset rhythm. Like I know Modric is old now. He's still at the weekend. Like late in the second half, dribbled through the whole Celta defense, set up a goal. Like I thought, Inter just choked the life out of the midfield. Um, even in the second half, when Madrid started playing better, so I thought overall it was kind of a, it was a good. It was really well played from Inter. I will give a shout to Kama Viga. He came on.
4: Yeah, he made a difference. And. and he just he just changed the game right away. He
6: I don't know how four minutes.
4: I don't know. I don't know how many players would actually see that kind of pass that he made to just to just hit it after yeah. for uh, for the pass to he gave the pass to Rodrigo.
6: Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that
0: was perfect. That was it, and well, the runs.
6: Yeah, the run.
2: yeah, yeah, Jerry, and the run.
0: Well, and, and Jerry, who did you think who was your best and worst on the pitch today?
2: My best, like I said, screen on I'm not going back on my – I'm going to go – because everyone said Hawken was Poots, I'm going to go off guard here. I'm going to go okay. something different. I'm going to say Vecino was the worst. And I had to look up something.
0: Oh, he was bad, yeah. He wasn't on the pitch for very oh, long, no, but he, he well, didn't he didn't belong on that field.
2: Not, not just bad. not on the team. Came, hold on. He came yeah. on in the 84th minute, okay? They literally scored in the 89th minute. He literally got burned by Kamavinga on that run. I watched the goal just now 15 times to break it down. And I had to see everything to that goal. And I was like, who the heck got burned on that goal? Because you see him jogging and he stops. Why are you stopping? Why are you stopping when you defend? That, first off, it's his fault for not picking up the guy. And it's DeVry's fault for not picking up in the middle. If you look, it's his guy in the middle. He's supposed to be centered between the three players. He's got to be that. He's got to be that guy to stop uh, Rodrigo from scoring. He doesn't pick up Rodrigo. He's way off. He, the separation between him and Rodrigo is, is there's too much space for him to make that shot. Um, I'll, 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 I'll give another shout out to a very good performance, and I'm going to say Samir Handanovic. And I'll say why, because the guy has taken a lot of flack in recent weeks for not right. being able to handle a ball, not make a proper save, not give his team a chance to win. I thought in the second half, he really stood up. He, he every time there there was a cross, he, he was the first to punch it up. He looked comfortable. This, I, 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 I personally think that if Inter has, like on Saturday, you, you tell him it's a Champions League match and maybe that's something that can give him some confidence. I think sometimes you, you gotta you gotta give credit to those who get pooped on too much. And and Samir deserves a lot of credit today because this was his best performance and a long, long time for Inter. Like long. And yeah. Come like, England? but it's Not funny surprised. because. Uh,
0: but hold on, sorry to interrupt. But just the fact that you're saying that about Han it kind of goes to show how low we've set the bar because he didn't have to do much. I mean, I, there, was nothing, th- 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 there was nothing that there was nothing he could though. do in the goal. He he had like one parry and he had one save that probably could have gotten if he was just standing sure, there, like sure, it hit can- him.
2: But you can say that about well, Chesney when he has to make one save in a game and he yeah. flutters it twice this year, three no, times. True. You know what true. I mean? It, it, it's even harder for a goalkeeper when he has to make one save in a whole game because he's not been tested. He's, he, he's very cold. He's rusty. Like that, That's even more difficult. If you're going to deal with 14 shots in a game, okay, like Courtois, he starts right away, three shots, bang, bang, bang. And you, as the game progresses, you're in it now. You're focused. You're, your focus, your your body is already going. It's so much harder for a goalkeeper who has to wait forty five minutes for his first shot, and, and, and be ready, especially mentally. It's not an easy part of the game where you're watching and you don't know. Like, I, I'm I'm sorry, I, I I just don't agree. Like as a goalkeeper, it's not easy when you're sitting just waiting and waiting and waiting, and then when you are tested, you gotta be ready. And that's why I I I'm always down to to, to to crap on people when they're at their worst. And it's always the hardest when they're at their best. So today you gotta give it to Samir. He he did what he had to. And and, and for inter fans, they should be happy that you're seeing the basics from him because it hasn't been there for the last two games. So Verona, he wasn't good. Sandoria wasn't great. So and and then for, for Real Madrid. Anybody who's watched League on, such as myself, Kamavinga has been up and coming, like mm. stud in League on, man. Like yeah. people who sh- who crap on that league and said Farmers be, yeah. League, Farmers League, Farmers League, Farmers League. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Another product of League on has come to Real Madrid, right off the bench. Who makes a spark? Kamavinga. The guy can. The guy's what? Seventeen years old. Eighteen. It, 18. Eighteen. There you go. And he makes it look like he's twenty six in his prime, making big moves. Making that 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 move right there, getting by a veteran player like Vecino I am showing who's better and getting in the right position in that space to make that nice chip pass into the box, like right in split between Screenyard and Devry, right to Rodrigo. Makes the shot. Like, like I I, I hate hearing that it's a farmers league because the list of people who come from league on like Eden Hazard another player who didn't get to play today came from Leo like there's just so many good players there but and courtois I agree with uh, Mario courtois was the star of the game because in the first half he he robbed latara Martinez two or three times he robbed Jekyll um made. May yeah, like there was yeah. just, even if it wasn't a save, he was just punching balls out. um Just just an overall, like I didn't see a lot from a lot, like Vish is right. I didn't see a lot from any Real Madrid player to say, oh my God, you, you were amazing. You were wow. You were like nothing. Like, like Benzema, I think Benzema was poor today. Really, I think Inter took him out of the game Made him non-factor. Didn't really create much. Uh, I didn't see much from him. I, Maybe I, I mean the, 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 the guy, the, the guy, the guy that can. Yeah, I, well, he he, he,
0: he, had he had some. Yeah, he 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 had some some nice uh, passes to set up teammates, and like, Vinicius was concerning to me because he was going by Dumfries like you know going through like a sun pass lane on the turnpike. I don't know if our Canadian and Australian friends know what that's about.
6: To the damn ball.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. Well, and, and he, he made terrible decisions in the final third because when he got into the box, he was either shooting when he should have been trying for a cross or crossing when he should have been shooting. So, I mean, l- luckily he was just, he made poor decisions in the final third, I thought. Um, and yeah, sorry. Did, did you have anything else, Jerry? Cause we'll go through a, in a little bit, we'll go through parting comments for this one.
2: Um, Yeah. Dumfries didn't look good either. No. I agree. Like, yeah, I know. It's too, it's too early. Like, Mario's right. There's more. You need to see more of how he's going to do. But early stages don't look good, I guess. Um Darmian should never came off. I thought that taking off Darmian him. and Perisic, it, it was just too... You know what? I'll, I'll, another player, another person who, who really disappointed me today, and, and I'll add to the list of unexpected is Simone Inzaghi. I'll give Simone Zagi an F today because
3: – F? Wow.
2: Yeah, I'll give him an F Damn. because I – no, I expect way better from him because he really didn't manage the game well in the second half. Like – Yeah, hon- honestly, I, I, I'm I thought – I, I thought I thought I, I outside of – I role. Yeah, No, the, man. First, first I don't know, game, man. very disappointed. First, disappointed.
6: first time coach of Inter, first game at home, you've got to give him just a little bit. Going He's forward, though, this kind of happened. I mean, it's two games
5: I, in a row. Listen, it's, it's 2, it's two saying, games though, in a row. I mean,
6: it's, it's, it is too it's too early.
5: Mario, sorry. how many people expect the coach to go and put the listen. ball in the back of the net when they when he puts them in perfect positions yeah. to do so?
6: I agree. Uh, I, I
5: get on, that, man. man. We had the truth yeah. We had. Who's 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 brain
6: freeze in the 90th minute when legs are tired and your mind can't think? It's not the coach's fault.
5: Okay. Yeah, he can't give him it. an A, but you can't give him an F. You yeah. can't
6: give him an F.
4: But listen. Uh, sorry, man. He I just... he took he took two of the best center midfields in the world, in uh, Luka Modric and Casemiro, out of the game completely. They did nothing. To be able to do that is not an easy feature, because Luka Modric could have easily just ran train on us, uh, like he did last year. He he mm-hmm. had really good games against us last year, and that was with against Conte of all people. So to to say that uh, my what's his name Inzaghi. Lost the game? I don't think so. Sure, the the subs were poor. I'll give you that. But you know, you you can't you can't charge for human error. Like, come on, like you can't you can't take the fact away that uh, Courtois had the game of his life in the past five years. You know, like he hasn't played that well from the last I can remember. You know, so uh, you, you can't you can't play him in on uh, on Inzaghi when Zeko's missing sitters. Latales yeah. Mr. theaters. Screen
2: exactly. uh, but why I, oh, here, but think... why are you taking Jekyll off and, 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 like why Jekyll? Why Jekyll? Come on. I, I just, I'm, I'm you telling you, maybe aspect. not enough, but I don't think he was good today, Denzagi with his decision making. So no, I don't
1: I don't think his subs worked, but I think he has to get credit for the way they set up and came out. Like that's yeah. also on him and True. and dominating Real Madrid, even this version is impressive. But yeah. I think he doesn't get an A because like, I thought his subs I agree with Jerry oh, were terrible, didn't work, made the team worse. So I think he gets deducted like, for that. But an F to me is like, you're making a sub in the 10th minute because yes. you completely screwed up the, the <laughs>
3: no, which, but, you, which you've seen managers do. It. All five yeah. subs. Girl, you're all right. five subs. You're
1: right, but
2: like <laughs> yeah. not, none of his decision-making, and when he did it, it just didn't – Look, Perisic and Armion at the 55th minute. Early, early minute, too, yeah. Too early. early Come early, on, man, guys. Half, yeah. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. The game was controlled properly yeah. at the beginning. Sure. Absolutely. But you your job as a manager – Also, and it's more important as a manager is how you control it as the game progresses, because you're always how you start the game out. It's kind of obvious. You know, you're starting 11, what you're going to go out with, you know, your game plan, which you've been going on a consistent basis. Now, when you make your decisions of when you're going to take your players off, who you're going to take off. Is very vital. I think that's the bigger part of where you're being critiqued as a manager. Like you, you bring on Demarco and Dumfries, both look bad. Demarco looked bad too.
0: He looked bad. Dumfries looked worse. <laughs> yeah,
2: you could say that. And, and, and then you you bring on Correa for Martinez. Why? Why, man? I don't get this. You brought Correa to play with 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 Martinez. That's a third. There, there's another problem. Okay, I'm not done yet. You bring on Vidal. This was, Vidal. I, I, I know what. Well, forget I, 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 won't, for poop, poop on, I won't poop on Vidal. <laughs> I, won't poop, I won't poop on Vidal.
0: I'll poop on Vidal. He was poor. No, no I won't I poop
2: won't. on MB. You know I he's won't. absolutely no, horrible, no. Jerry. You he, do not watch him. No, no, no. no, Hold on. I get no, that. I do no, not watch no, him, dude. Hold on. I get that. stealing money. I get that. He hasn't been bad this season, though, off the bench. That was his worst performance off the bench, and that's why I will not go against him. It was a one-off with Vidal. You got to be honest, Alex. He hasn't been bad in his three matches off the no, bench. No, not
0: at all. I just thought he was bad today, and the no, other matches absolutely.
2: he was fine. That's not on him, though. Like you just said, like Anthony said, you can't fault the performance. And in that situation, I will not fault Vidal on. I won't fault Timonio Zaghi with Vidal because he can't control that. that. That's the right choice to bring on. I get that. But then you 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 go, Vecino, Vecino, why Vecino for Borrella? Why are you taking Borrella off? Let him finish the stupid game. The guy's effective. He's working hard. You got to close the game out with your best players. You're putting weakness out. Vecino's not good anymore, man. No,
0: he's terrible. Such
2: a downgrade.
0: The reason like, why we haven't sold him is because nobody wants to buy him. Like, he's bad.
2: You're telling me you don't have better options to take off? Oh, you do have
0: Galliard. Oh my gosh, Gallier, <laughs> God, Galliard. I love. God. Jerry's gonna talk himself into. God, that was absolutely the right. Oh. remember? No, since, you he's, just injured, don't even, since you, he's injured. do Since he's injured, Galliardini is shit.
2: You don't. You don't. Don't even make the decision. Just leave him. Sometimes you don't make a fifth a sub. Maybe just do four and leave your best player out. Go ahead, Mario. I don't know, man. I'm just so fucking like. I, and I'm Which not a Inter fan. Is, I'm an Zagi fan, but this is. Oh.
6: So, frustrating. Man. So, so real something. So I, I did say that I thought Inter started off wonderfully and I thought yeah. um, they could actually carry the momentum in the second half. However, I didn't mention once so those substitutions occurred, especially so damn early, if I was in Zaggy, I would have at least waited maybe <laughs> the fifth minute, maybe, maybe that would be the latest. But you can't just expect 10, 15 minutes coming out of the dressing room. Okay, we're going to do a change. If that's the way you're going to do it, you should have just done the changes before the second half even started because the players have already been out there for 10, 15 minutes. All of a sudden you put two new guys in. I don't know how long they played. They don't look like they have any idea what type of system they were supposed to be running, okay? And then that's when Carlos waited, And then he brought in the youngsters of – you know, Rodrigo and whatnot. And real quickly, huge kudos to Carlos Ancelotti today because he just didn't point out and mention oh, in the post, Well, oh, that's that's your problem. I despise um, him. Did, I know. Did, it's my problem. He, he did mention that he was going to put in Eden hazard. Damn. He was going to put in Eden an, an hazard, but the way that Inter was controlling the midfield going forward, he wasn't, you know, really... I guess, convinced that, you know, the hazard was the best possible option. So then he went with Rodrigo. So who ends up scoring the goal? Rodrigo. So if there's anything out of of that. But still, I think that Inzaghi, he shouldn't get fully blamed for it. But I feel like Inter lost the game in the second half because of his really early substitutions slash whatever else you want to call it, right? It just seemed like everything just went. Whatever Inter build up to that particular moment, the, the, the minute those subs came in, that was it. And, and and Inter needed a goal. They needed to score a goal, and they did it. And then that happens. It's a total letdown, especially at home. So I kind of can see your, your and, and, hey, Hold
0: and, and, on real, real quick because Anthony's got to run. Uh, I want to give you a chance if you have a couple seconds here, Anthony. He's got to run off to work if, if you want to plug Inter worldwide and what you're doing there.
5: More so, it's just like, it's really good opinions all around this table. I don't think anybody has been incorrect in any real way, shape, or form, except Jerry giving Inzaghi an F, but that's all good, man. (laughs) I still still would have given him no more than a a C-. C minus.
2: Just two seconds. I I, I give him an F, and and I get pooped on. I say (laughs) that Inzaghi is the best thing in the world, I get pooped on. So I'm a lose-lose situation. Well, yeah, but you're matter. getting pooped
0: on by different people because if you say much. if you say Inzaghi's best in the world, you get you get pooped on <laughs> by the Lazio fans who are bitter. If you say he gets an F, you get pooped on by Inter fans. So you well, can't win yeah. one way well, or the other.
5: I'll just say I'll just say for me personally, if the boys can turn around and play really well against Bologna on the weekend, then I'll forget all about this because this isn't necessarily a performance-based loss that leaves me feeling upset. Right. This is a how is this going to detrimentally impact the psyche of the side who, let's face it, as I said, Antonio Conte brings a very specific sort of fairy dust about him when it comes to coach a team. You don't concede late goals. Inter, the last two seasons, conceded so few goals in that final like five to six minutes. We were more prone to conceding those goals in like Minuto 60, 65. Then we had more than enough time to bury that game We're going to go back to that Spalletti sort of shit this season where we protect a one-gold lead like it's the last game of the season. I foresee drop points. I hope I'm really wrong about that, and I I really think that we can change that mentality with a win over Bologna and a win in our second Champions League game. Guys, it's Real Madrid. The respect needs to stay on their name for now. So it was really nice to meet Manny and Vish, and um, thank you, as always, Jerry and Alex. It's always a pleasure, and my good friend Mario.
0: Thank you so much, man. That's Anthony Privatera from Inter Worldwide, bringing awesome stuff as always. Go ahead, Mario.
4: Uh, One last thing before I guess we're calling out what we're doing. Uh, This game was screaming for two players, Sensi and Ericsson.
0: Yes, and uh, one of them, you know, we saw what happened over the summer and the other one being Sensi, he spends more time injured than not injured.
6: See, Ericsson would have been wonderful because he would have regained that possession up front and his mentality have always been attack, attack. Go forward, create those lanes on the outside. So, great, great shout out there, Cherry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Cherry. Totally. But <laughs> <laughs> his name is Mario, but he's trolling Jerry with the Cherry Mancini. I did a lot of Cherry in. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. And, well, and, and Mario, we'll, we'll start going around the table so we can all plug our work and what we're doing before we wrap it up. Uh, you're, you're part of Inter Worldwide as well, but where else can people find your propaganda?
4: Uh you can find me on Twitter at Mario Sweatshirt. That's where I do all my bullshitting. Uh every now and then I'll write for Serpents of Monodina I'm here. Interworldwide podcast I'm not sleeping at two o'clock in the morning. And Instagram, Mario Dowski, if you want to follow me there. You know, that's it.
0: Love it. You know, in fact, I don't think I follow you on Instagram, or maybe I do. I know Twitter, obviously, Facebook, I know we're friends. I gotta check it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh let, let me go, let me go next to uh to Vishnu. Uh, Vish, thank you so much for hopping on, man, for you and Manny to help us get the Real Madrid perspective. Where can people find yeah. you and all your work?
1: So, I mean, you can see my Twitter handle and name there. Um, I primarily work with uh, Dono on college football, uh, Miami Hurricanes. I don't know how much interest that is here, but obviously I'm a huge other kind of football fan um, and um, You'll tell what you can if you're following me on Twitter. You'll know when Madrid's playing. Cause it's just verbal diarrhea on my Twitter account. But um, I was I was I was working this time, so I was you know trying to keep it professional because it was during work hours. So so the weekends are definitely worse there. But uh, I will say, just overall, um, they do the fixtures in reverse. So this is actually the last match day in the group stage. Based on what I saw today, I think both these teams will probably be qualified by the time that game kicks off. I think these are going to be the top two teams in the group by by a wide distance. I know. Actually, both teams struggled with Shakhtar last year. It was basically the same yeah, group with one team point. different. But I don't think I don't think this year it's going to happen. Last year was a weird year with kind of COVID travel and all that. I, I think I think these are the two best teams in the group by a wide distance. So I think we can you know link up again in in a few months and be talking about you know anxiously awaiting the draw for the uh, knockout stage.
0: Yeah, I mean, you are right. They're the two best teams in the group. But also, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Inter finds a way to come in third in the group. Like, you just bracing I'm bracing myself for that. <laughs> yeah, I know Mario wouldn't be either. Oh, man. And uh, how about Ma- Manny? You let the people know where they can find you, sir.
6: You have to mute Jerry because he's going to interrupt me.
0: I will not. I will do no such thing. <laughs> Jerry will stay unmuted.
6: No, uh, well, you can find my Twitter handle right there. Um, talk to me about anything. I am though very happy on back-to-back nights where Inter Miami looked like they were going to be down one nothing. Thank God, there's no goal line technology. Screw Toronto fans. I'm sorry if you're anybody's from Toronto. Uh, and Jerry is. Oh my God. Listen, Jerry likes fucking Edmonton. He likes the Cowboys in football. Well, they don't, a don't
0: a have sh- a soccer team though, Edmonton. So he's got to <laughs> he's got to go for Toronto.
6: TSC sucks. Oh, uh, well, there you go. Um, yes, Get Inter should not have an issue being. The second team um, heading out. I think Total Meltdown will be third place heading into Europa, right? Is yeah, that where third place ends up going? That's where
0: third place ends up. Yeah, so third place is Europa. No, I, I'd no. actually rather finish fourth than third like last year. Like I'd, I'd rather go nowhere than go than well, go back you, into well, Europa.
6: You could win the a little Europa, bit of money. Yeah, there's the not that line. much money
0: in Europa though.
2: Money's money, man. Money, money. You, say money. Money. you can Money's win the money. Europa, make sure. some money, and yeah, call we'll it choke for in 30. that yeah. too. Would you rather take two thousand dollars or nothing? I take two dollars thousand. I'll take two
0: thousand dollars. You're right. I know. I know. Sooning would rather take the two thousand dollars.
2: I'm just saying, this a favorite, yeah. But yeah. I agree with Manny. And that doesn't happen often. Nope. <laughs> so sorry,
0: sorry, M- Manny. Were you finished? I don't know if I interrupted you or not.
2: I have no idea where, where I should I have you. I should have muted you, not me.
0: Yeah, you're right. I was <laughs> the one who interrupted. I should have been <laughs> muted. Exactly. Well, we'll go to Jerry then, Jerry. bitcoin now i muted him there we go <laughs> uh, jerry where can people mood. find you and i know i know <laughs> you're working mood. on you're working on a post game uh, piece uh for serpents of madonina when's that gonna drop
2: uh tomorrow it will drop but um just praying for them and uh, last year play tomorrow tomorrow yeah do. We, oh yeah that's right guys And we did an episode yesterday. We did Hold on,
0: hold on. Let me interrupt Jerry now. We did an episode with uh, Soccer Bob from TurkishSoccer.com to actually preview tomorrow's matchup between Lazio and Galatasaray. Although, dude, I felt so clowned by Bob, who's such a good guy, because he had all the proper Turkish pronunciations. And so, like, it looks like Galatasaray, but he was like Galatasaray. Like, the way he said it was like, wow, I'm way off on this.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I will I, say I heard all of you say inter correctly like so many times on this and I felt so bad saying inter in my American accent.
3: As long as I, I the, 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 mo- the most
0: the most I important sympathize. thing, the most important thing to learn about when you say inter is that um like inter inter supporters like they don't like it when you call them inter Milan uh like sometimes i even have to do that when i'm talking to south floridians because i don't want them to think i'm talking about inter miami so sometimes i have to say inter milan just so they know but Interisti hate it when you call them inter milan
6: so it's the same thing when i see a united fan and say hey go man U. they all get yeah. about it like seriously they all look at me like it's not man U, it's manchester united
3: Right, oh, okay. I, I
2: also I also like when I saw on yes. Twitter today. I, I,
3: hold on, <laughs>
2: just, just an off topic. I like how all the Milan fans today thought they were going to win against Liverpool at halftime. Oh. oh, dude, I thought, they're, and, and listen, they're so like, excited. listen k- k-
0: kudos, kudos to them. They scored a couple of really nice goals, but the way that they were twerking at halftime, I'm like, yeah. bro, you do realize. There's another 45 plus minutes, and you're going up against the likes of Mohamed Salah, and you're at Anfield. So it's like, listen, be happy about your goals, but you still have a long fucking way to go. They didn't seem to understand that.
6: Alex and Jerry, they were crying. Yes. Joy at halftime.
0: But Matteo Bonetti basically said he could die at halftime, and he would he would die a happy man.
6: Like, did you guys (laughs) forget this is a group stage match? There's still a second half.
1: Like, yeah. club's not going to go ahead and just this have is a Milan. at home. Like, it's, it's, it's also embarrassing for a club with that history to act like that. Good Absolutely. point. Like, that's the yeah. Seven but Klopp Bruges should have been doing no, that. No no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out.
4: The problem with that is, first off, it's the typical Milan way of celebrating halfway through the, the whole thing. Because oh, do you remember when game. they were up?
0: You remember a couple years ago, Mario? They were up two 0 against Inter at halftime, and they were like freaking doing cartwheels, popping yep. champagne, and then Inter won four to
4: two. This is an uh, Milan Twitter. Uh, it's a sensation. They go halfway, they cheer like they won, like the game's over, like they won the, the Serie A, the Scudetto, and all of a sudden it just crashes. The winter down.
0: Scudetto, and and, the and even Scudetto halfway through exactly. a season, the Winter Scudetto last year.
4: I have to tweet but this To Vish's point, the problem with that is that. All the Milanisti on Twitter have never seen a scudetto before. So they're
0: 16. Yeah.
4: Because they exactly like you'd be like, oh yeah, they have no idea. They've never fucking felt a win before because <laughs> you know the last time they won, they were in the freaking womb.
0: Jeez, I, I feel like I feel like this is like the way that we're talking right now is the way that Vish and Manny would be talking about like Barcelona if, if this was I, I a La Liga pod gone. right now. Or no. atletico, yeah, atletico. atletico, yeah, good, good shout. Atletico, good hey. shout. I
3: don't, go ahead
6: and win, you know, La Liga once every five, six years. Go ahead and win the Cup of the Rey, you know, twice out of every five or six. But, bro, let's be honest here, what really matters to us is the whole Champions League, no matter what. So, I'm, I'm lucky
2: today. They got lucky. I'm, I'm yeah. not here to, to crap on, on Milan, like, I don't care, Like, I, I just think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's the first thing I was looking at my Twitter at half time, like, what is going on here? Like, yeah, yeah I, I saw people saying, I love Milan, I love this team. And it's like, whoa, Dude, our buddy, whoa. our buddy
0: Michael Lisi, I think, whoa. went streaking. Like yeah. I, I think he's probably in jail for indecent exposure. Like he went streaking down his block.
2: Well, I never ever I, I don't think I, I I celebrate after goals all the time. People know how I am when, when Lazio scores, I celebrate goals. That's I guess that's normal for any team. But I've never celebrated a halftime like we won the game because I know how my team is. I know how any team is. Even the best teams can 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 drop in the second half. What
4: Jerry self-proclaims his best coach, best midfield, best forward, best yeah. defense, best benches, best seats, best chairman, best CEO, best advertisements, best uh, we don't have logos on the jerseys. We don't have a sponsor in ten years
3: they've the best
4: groundsmen they have the best uh physios they have the best marketing crew they got the best twitter they got the best name they got the best ipad they got the best phones, they got the best cleats they got the best water bottles they got the best toilet paper rolls you know they they only go quadruple fly <laughs>
3: hey I I, I I i
0: got i got to i got to run guys i need to close it on that note cuz i'm at my parents house i got to take my son home before before he drives <laughs> grandma completely crazy cuz uh, i I, I can hear my kid. And by the way, dude, watching games with my kid, um, like he he doesn't – he's three years old. He doesn't understand. A, I have to explain to him every time Inter plays, he asks me, where is Lukaku? And it's getting like – it's getting harder and harder to explain it to him. I think he's going to become a Chelsea fan because Lukaku is his favorite player. And then I'm like, oh, we, we still have Lautaro, who he also likes. And then this was in the second half. He's like, where is Lautaro? I'm like, oh, he's on the bench. He needed to rest. And then I'm like, but his friend Korea is on. We like him too. He didn't seem into it, man. So it was, are you, it quite, was tough.
2: Are you at your parents' quite house? The in yeah. You're at your parents' house? Yeah. Are they Interisti as well? Because look behind you, man. What's up with the black and
0: blue? Oh, right? I, I I put that up there. Those are oh. uh th- those are acoustic panels. I got black and blue ones.
2: Okay, I I'll say yeah I'll see yeah, yeah.
0: Well, your I mean parents- my my father is an Inter fan. My my okay. mom has never watched more than a minute of football in her entire like life. But yeah, my, my father mom. is. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's no in, in desire. She's
0: probably smart. <laughs> probably so. She's saving herself a lot of pain and a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. So, like I said, I appreciate everybody for hopping in. I, I cannot thank you guys enough. Of course, another shout out to Anthony, who had to bow out a few minutes ago from Inter Worldwide. Mario, aka Cherry Dancini from Inter Worldwide as well. Serpents of Mandonina. Jerry, of course, he's pointed that Lazio badge. Tomorrow, she's, baby, Let's don't go. fuck it up. Don't fuck it up tomorrow against Galatasaray. Yeah. or however we say it. in
2: Champions League. The real teams are in Europa League. Go look at that lots oh, fuck up. Be-
0: better than hey, Conference League. No, go no
2: swearing on this pod. Do you understand Go
4: home, me? Jerry.
2: Shut up. Go but back me. to best Vancouver. Songs, well, best Edmonton Orleans training camp begins in no, two weeks, brother. Go, Europa go, go League. Go, best, anthem, best day anyway. to play football on a Thursday afternoon where people are just home doing nothing. <laughs> Yeah,
0: unfortunately,
3: half of
2: Canada can't even watch it. Half of Canada can't even watch
6: it, unfortunately,
4: because we have TV. Best at dropping points. (laughs) Best at losing. Best at giving up goals.
6: All right, Uh, we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up.
0: Huge thanks to Jerry, to Mario, to Vish, and to Manny. We will talk to you guys next time on another Uh, episode of the Calcio Connection podcast. Ciao.
2: Juventus sucks. Roma sucks.